0: We are back with another episode of Toad's Tunes. today, sitting down with Adam Warner. We started it off talking about pizza and sushi because, duh, that's what life's all about. We got into his music history growing up listening to Garth Brooks, Brooks and Dunn, Godsmack, Deftone, Slipknot. Yeah, there's a little bit of a variety there. We talked about going to see Beyonce, MGK, and even Paul McCartney. Come on, man. His goals are sharing a stage with Trace Adkins, Lee Bryce, Jamie Johnson, and so many more. New music coming out in December. Let's get to know Adam Warner.
1: hand down forward. A hundred head of Chester White's, four kids and his wife. Granddaddy was a simple
0: man. Welcome to another episode of Toad's Tunes today. The first time getting to sit down with my food buddy, Mr. Adam Warner.
1: Heck y'all, yeah, brother. Thanks for having me. Dude, but,
0: thanks for coming back to Vegas.
1: Dude, anytime, anytime. I, I love getting the Vegas pizza pictures and sushi <laughs> pictures, but it's always better to be here to eat it. Eat dude, it.
0: <laughs> we always joke back and forth because we send food photos back and forth, but if we lived in the same town... <laughs> We'd probably all be Jelly Roll.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> You'd have to wheel me around in a wheelbarrow to get me from place to place. I mean,
0: but at least we'd eat good, right? Absolutely. Dude, yeah. let's talk music for a second. So the first song I think I ever heard from you was Four Square Miles, mm-hmm. and then I started to dive a little bit deeper. Deeper, And then you just I think you just released Reason to Redneck not too long ago. Yeah. What's next for you? Like, what's going on with music? Yeah, man. So
1: um, I got a 12-song, f- or yeah, basically a full album that I'm getting ready to put out called uh, What We're Known For, um, releasing six singles off the album. Um, So and the next one, it's probably one of my favorite favorite songs off of it. I wrote it about my grandfather, uh, just because he was my best friend, and like it's really cool how the song came about. Uh, We were on a writer's retreat at their farm, at his old farm. They've since passed away, and uh, I was kind of telling my buddy the story. Like he was just asking me about my grandparents, and I was like, "Man, I was like, you know, my grandpa. We were we were boys. Like that's my best friend." And I was like, "Actually, a matter of fact, I was like, where you're sitting is where I was sitting, and where I'm sitting is where he was sitting." And this was the last place we split a beer together. He died three days later. And like as soon as I said it, like we all kind of in the room just like looked at each other for a second. And then my buddy Mark, he reached over and grabbed a guitar. He goes, nobody say a word. And he walked outside and came back. And he, uh, he just said, I don't know what the words are yet, but this is the melody we're writing to. And uh, we wrote to that melody. And uh, we ended up writing a song called Split a Beer. And I've only played it live three times and the first two times i had to stop halfway through and kind of like get my composure together because i was getting choked up first time that's ever happened to me really yeah
0: music when it hits like that's a whole nother level dude it really is yeah
1: i mean it's a i mean for me especially it's a special song but um we wrote it in a way where i feel like not just my story but anybody that's ever you know whether it's a friend a you know mom dad grandpa whatever everybody at some point is going to lose somebody right and it's just a part of life and i feel like we wrote it in a way where everybody can kind of relate to like yeah i wish i could you know split a beer with them one more time type of deal
0: so do you think it's bad if you're on stage and that hits you like that
1: it's tough man it makes me feel like a girl and i don't like it to be honest with you you know my wife is like just let it out like it's so good you know people see only one side of you and like you get emotional and like People are like, oh my gosh, she's like a human being. I'm like, no, I don't like it. It makes me.
0: No one's going to pull your man card for that. They're not. Uh-huh. They're they're just not. <laughs> I think back to a time I went to go see my buddy uh, Sam Groh play mm-hmm. his first a- Opry debut. Yeah. And um, he's saying the song called Go Right Now. I'd heard it before, but never mm-hmm. listened to it like it was. And it's about losing somebody. Right. And uh, the end of it, I'm sitting in the Opry, and his daughter's sitting like two seats over. And. Uh, I did what you did, and I bit my, I Mm. bit, just so I wouldn't cry. Yeah. But I'm like, because I didn't want my man card pulled. But it hit so hard, but that's what music's supposed to do. I think
1: so, too, man. I mean, anytime you feel something like that, whether, you know, any emotion, it doesn't even have to be sad, but, like, joy, you know, puts you in a good mood. Like, I have just multiple songs that are like that. Like, if if I wake up on the wrong side of the bed, like, I know what song I'm going to listen to on my (laughs) way to the gym type of thing, you know? Right. And I, I think that's just a special thing about music, especially when, you know, it's just like you said, it's, it's re- well written and you're just, you connect to it and it, it strikes a chord with
0: you. I would say up until COVID hit, I would come to work and if I was tired, I used to park in the back where you guys came in tonight. Mm-hmm. When I would come in there, I would sit in my truck and I put a, Big stereo on my truck. And I would listen to MGK and the song Gunner. Oh, yeah. I would listen to it so loud and I, it would just hype me hype up and know, I would go yeah. into work, man. That was it.
1: He's on my gym playlist too, man. My, yeah? I actually, my I had to give, give my wife credit for this too because I wasn't a giant fan of his. But again, I didn't really know his music. So I can't say I wasn't a fan. I just didn't know his sure. music. She was a fanatic.
0: Old MGK or new MGK? New.
1: No. Oh. More of the punk rock, like okay. sound type of stuff. So I kind of did the same thing, kind of like deep dive and started listening to some of his rap stuff. Yes. And I was like, this dude's got, he's got bars, man. So I was. He's
0: he's badass. I took my yeah. son, I took my son to go see um, Limp Bizkit. Yeah. Oh, God. And, and MGK opened. What? Yeah. I mean, it was a while ago. I mean, we're That's talking crazy. probably 10 years ago. Um, I could probably look up when exactly it was. So I'm going to guess about 10 years ago, he played at the House of Blues. and uh. My son knew who MGK was. I did not. But I was like, this dude's badass. And then I got to experience, obviously, Fred, Fred Durst Live and oh, man, yeah, West say. Borland. I just went and saw Limp Biscuit again probably about a month and a half ago. I took, took the 14-year-old kid and took her to the pit, uh, held on to her belt loops. So my buddy was right in front of it, and we literally walked. Right to the edge of it. I love it. And and all I could explain to her was this is the way they dance. This yeah, is it. If it. someone gets hurt or hit and they fall down, they, they stop. Get, they yeah, pick, them pick them up. Them up. Yeah. yeah, and they keep going. I'm like, hell yeah, that was badass. And they do it again.
1: Yeah, dude, I remember my first pit. Um, I was 15 years old. and Why my parents thought this was a good idea, I'll never know. Just different time periods. Sure. Know? So uh, two 15-year-olds and one guy, my, my friend Wiley, 16, only guy with a driver's license. We drive to St. Louis, and we go see um, Godsmack. Pantera, oh. and Ozzy, holy shit! Yeah, wow. And I like uh no, nah, of course I, I was too young to really appreciate Pantera at the time. It's first time I'd ever seen him. right? But dude, when they came on, they opened with Walk, and it was like an entire, it just the entire place turned into this cyclone pit. wash pit, yeah. right? And the same thing happened. Like I was fifteen, I get thrown to the ground, and then just. Everybody cleared out. Someone picked me back up, and eventually I got knocked down so many times, some dude was just like, you want to go up top? And I was like, I don't even know what that means, but sure. And he just picked me up and threw me on top of the crowd, and I surfed all the way to the front stage. Man. Badass. Yeah, it was It was pretty And sweet. again,
0: an experience you'll never forget. Yeah, oh, no. don't know. awesome. What did you grow up listening to? Like, what was your thing?
1: Just that, man, everything. I mean, I, I love 90s country just because that's, I mean, I grew up in the 90s. You know, Brooks and Dunn, Garth, and, and uh, you know, songs like that but really my i loved rock i was a rock i was a metal head i loved it i mean i was jamming deftones and of course you know god smack and stuff like that and slipknot and i just i loved it my first band is a metal band what i I was just
0: gonna ask you that
1: yep first band ever i was the youngest guy in the band i was 16 and everybody else was like 25 what
0: did you do in that did you sing in that band
1: i I sang and played uh i had a seven string ibanez oh my god yeah dude no messing around. Oh yeah, it was great.
0: That's fine. Deftone's one of one of my top five all-time favorite bands. Oh, espe- so especially to see live. Oh yeah. Especially to see live.
1: Yeah, they're one of my favorites and uh Tool as well. Tool. I've, I've seen Tool like seven or eight times. Okay, so, so
0: uh I flew probably just towards the end of COVID. I flew to Glendale, Arizona, took my first ever jet suite, me and my buddy Dave went, yeah. saw them there, came back here, my buddy runs the club at t-mobile so tool came back here saw them again and then they came back one more time and we got seats on the floor and went and saw them again i'm like i'm all tooled out i mean three times in less than a year yeah that's a lot but every one of them just bad uh, their shows are unreal unreal so good i saw pussifer uh did not love them live Mm -hmm. but um still it's maynard but it was kind of cool i guess but at the same time what's like your what's like your favorite show that you ever got to see
1: man i've had a couple of them just like actually just like Recently um, I Um w- All time favorite um, And I think part of it Is kind of like The nostalgic side of things uh, I, My wife and I Went to Paul McCartney At Bridgestone Marina Wow And that was one of those two Like that was the first concert Like I'd been to Or like Multiple songs Like I, I was like tearing up Like I was like No don't do it again You know like And then he'd like He'd hit you with another one And it's just The music was And he played Every instrument on stage Right And just you know gotta be late 70s you know just getting after it in front of a sold out crowd i just was like this that's that's the goal you know um but again that's what i was gonna say recently i just saw mgk in uh, atlanta with my wife and it made me a fan like i didn't know a single word to the song but the energy that he had on stage, the show and the show itself yeah i was just like I get it. I get it. This is cool. All right.
0: I I always sit back and I'm gonna say that I liked him more when he rapped. Yeah. But when him and Eminem had that battle back and forth. Oh, bro, you don't pick a fight with him. No, <laughs> but I think it's funny because the one meme that closed the door was yeah. when you get dissed on so hard that you change your genre. Change your, John, <laughs> you change I your said genre. The same thing. <laughs> I said
1: the same thing to my wife. I was like, you know what? But maybe it's a catch-22 because he's doing a good job, like yes. you know what he's doing. And now. he landed
0: uh, a hot chick. Yeah, absolutely. I don't understand, but whatever. Man. Yeah. I don't understand this whole world today when. Travis Barker's with a Kardashian, and then you've got Pete Davidson who's just banging everybody. Oh my gosh,
1: Pete! Pete, <laughs> shout out to Pete. <laughs> you get yours, Pete.
0: Who do you look forward to like getting on the road with and like maybe sharing a stage with like some of your idols and country? Yeah,
1: you know, um, I, I've played with and I've been so blessed because you know I've got to share the stage with a few few people that I've always looked up to, and just uh, you know Trace Atkins being one of them. And um, Lee Bryce uh, got to share the stage with him a couple times. Jamie Johnson, I, which I'm a giant Jamie fan. I love his stuff. I think he's just a phenomenal songwriter, but um, and just musician all around. I mean, he's he's great. But you know, I think it would be. People think I'm crazy for saying this. is not even a country artist, but my like bucket list show would be to like open a show with Post Malone uh, huh? and do like have him do some country shit, you know, and Well, and, he does that. Yeah, I know. It's it's great too.
0: So, Craig was just telling me from Life is Beautiful yeah. Craig that about that whole thing. I had heard about it but never like dove into it or anything and yeah. he was telling me about. It. He's like, "How cool would it be to have He's like, "Dude, you should book Post Malone at Stoneys." And I'm like, "Yeah, in theory that sounds <laughs> like it's not going to happen, but I mean, that'd be a lot of money and I don't I mean, I'm sure at some point I know somebody that knows him, sort sort of thing. But he
1: seems like the type of dude, though, that would do it. He would just do it, yeah, and be like one of those things. Like he would probably just be like, "Don't even tell anybody I'm going to be here." And then like three songs in, like you guys wouldn't even be able to let anybody else in the door, right? Because it happened
0: so fast. Yeah, it's so this town is weird like that. I mean, we've had we've had. I want to say that the last time your guitar player was here, he played with Jake Rose. Yeah, and I was at dinner with Jake and uh, Dustin Lynch just dumped into his yeah. DMs. But Jake didn't know him. That's crazy. Dustin was just in he town. Just out. He just reached out? to him wow. and said, dude, but Dustin's been to Stoney's a couple times just oh, to yeah. hang out. Doesn't want any pre- preferential treatment. He just goes and hangs at the bar. He's just, like, his camp will call me yeah. and be like, Dustin's coming in tonight. I'm like, what do you guys need? And they're like, nothing. Just letting you know he's coming. Let the, let, let the people up front know he's going to be there. I'm like, cool. So he shows up. Nice. My phone rings. I go open the back door, the side door we went to go eat. Yeah. His camp comes in. They go up to that little shoot area. Jake's still playing. And uh, Dustin's, his keeper, whatever, I don't know what he is, comes (laughs) over and he goes, uh, Dustin wants to ask you a question. I go, what's up? He goes, is it okay if we go up and play a couple songs? And I was like, sure, what do you need? Yeah. I'm like, you need an acoustic? He's like, I got my band here, everyone but my my guitar player. He's like, I'll just use their stuff if they're cool with that. So in the middle of Jake's set, he's got two songs left. I walk back out there, I'm like, dude, Dustin wants your band and your stage when you're done. And he was like, hell yeah, let's do it. So Jake stood up there with him and... Next thing you know, I got Dustin Lynch on the stage. And, and in that 30-day period, Billy Gibbons, Dustin Lynch, Gavin DeGraw. Wow. I'm like in awe. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think there was one more that rolled through. But I was just like, I just, it's the neatest thing. Country and what we've built at Stoney's, people, like, everyone kind of knows about yeah. it in the industry. They love coming here. And your second time here. Yeah. No, um, and,
1: dude, it's so crazy, too, because I told you the first time, like, I remember the first time I came here. It was ACM. I think it was at ACM week. Um and uh, there was the outside stage here, and they were also playing inside, but it was during the day outside. Yes, yes. And uh, that was, was the tailgates. Tail yes. yes. And I was here um, to see uh, my boys in Low Cash.
0: So that was the first year we did very
1: it, very first yeah. year, and that was the first time I was, and I, I had literally just started, like I had no business being here. I was just here to kind of just like walk around and see people, you know. And uh, and one of my uh, buddy, he was uh, playing guitar for Low Cash, and you know they were just really good sports about. Letting us hang out. So, right. Um, Then I walked in, I remember looking at the venue, I was like, oh God, I got to play here someday. And then every year I'd come back, I'd come back and watch guys play. And I'm like, I got to get, I got to play, I got to play. And then finally getting it, be able to play it like after. Three years of wanting to play it. It was so it was so awesome.
0: I love it when someone comes in for the first time and they walk the back wall and they look at all their friends that have played here. And then there's other artists that have come in here and they're like, dude, like open up your email. I'm like, why? And they're like, just look how many times I've emailed you. (laughs) And some of them are like three, four years. Yeah. I'm like, I can't help that. Like but because I get hit pretty hard with artists and and it's to me, it's fun. Yeah. Um do you know Lily Rose? Yeah. So Lily just played here a couple weeks ago uh her girlfriend born and raised here no way so she was wow a regular on ladies nights here no kidding she's like i've been here on friday nights not sober but been here oh my she's yeah like, and i saw the
1: pictures from her show it was slammed it looked like it was a crazy night wow. well definitely
0: a crazy night but what's funny the first thing she said to me was this is a long time coming i'm like why is that and then she told me that she'd been here so many times wow. what's funny is if you go to a girlfriend's page on instagram about mm. halfway down there's a picture of lily and her with the acm sign in the background here and i'm like that no is just kidding. fucking crazy That's like so cool i just think it's neat to hear the stories about wanting to play here getting to play yeah. here the humbleness behind it and that's what i think that's what makes it so rad no
1: it is man i mean like i have a cousin he like hit me up and he was like bro if you ever need an opener he's like or uh or he said something about like i i I would like to meet you know the guy and i was like yeah it's like i get that bro i was like you got
0: stand in line you got
1: stand in line (laughs) son i'm not trying to be that guy but i was like it took me I i was like dude no joke took me like three years to be able to play a show there i was like it's just one of those things. Like, it's worth paying your dues to get to go yeah. to do it because one, me introducing you to to Toad isn't gonna sell it anyway. Like, I was like, just just gotta trust the process, bro. I was like, and there's no w- magic wand. There <laughs>
0: isn't. I mean, uh, I got hit up today by by my buddy, uh, by my buddy Scotty Mack that said you follow her online. You should mm-hmm. check her out. She wants to play Stonies, and it's kind. I went and listened to a little bit of it, and I always take a little bit of preferential treatment towards towards someone that someone sends me. Yeah, I will definitely. Put that at the top of my list to go listen, but that, I mean, then it comes down to whether or not we have the availability and if it routes right because it's not cheap to travel anymore. We all know that. Yeah, ain't Mm. cheap. Nothing's cheap anymore, dude. So you get to come back and you get to play a festival. You get to play Life Is Beautiful, dude. And still, I
1: can't believe. Yeah, I'm just like cloud nine about that. It's
0: funny because you reached out and said something, and when when I was talking to Craig about it, I was like, dude. This is an opportunity because last year all we did was two cover bands yeah. and dance lessons. This year, Craig called and said, "Can we do something a little bit more?" Yeah. And I'm like, "Dude, let's have some fun!" Like, like he wanted some some artists, and I originally had Seaforth on hold for that same weekend, mm-hmm. and he would just wanted one, and then the one went to, "Oh, I got more budget. I got more budget. I got more budget," and right. then it just grows, and then yeah. I believe he knows somebody that knows you, yeah, which was small world. So, and
1: it was even crazier. Like, I was just telling my manager about this. I was like, "So, um, last." Was it last year or the year? I can't remember. I know it was either last year or the year before. I was looking at my friend Alex, who is friends with Craig. Um, I'm looking at the pictures and they were um, hanging up the Life is Beautiful uh, like thing on the top of the stage, whatever you want to call it. The like sign. the backdrop yeah, and the stuff? Backdrop. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, I texted him. I was like, hey, what's Life is Beautiful? And he was like, oh, it's this giant festival. And I was just like, dude, that looks so rad. I was like, and he's like, yeah, but it's mostly just like mainstream. There's no like country guys on it. And I was like, oh, I get that. I was like, that looks pretty cool. So I went and of course I like do a deep dive through Instagram and I figure out like, and I, at this point I had no idea who Craig was or that Alex even knew him. Right. I just was chasing down the the line of the pictures of people tagged. And then I find Craig's Instagram page and I kind of read up on it. And I was like, oh, this is the guy. Yeah. So of course I started following him he didn't follow me back. And then like, You know, you fast forward. I guess it was like two years, maybe, and then all this kind of comes in. And like just uh, right, right before we fly out, like I open my phone up and I'm like looking, digging through Instagram, and Craig's name pops up, and I was like, "Man, crazy full circle." So now, like, saw the saw the festival, wanted to play it. Told it was mainstream, not country. Now country's coming. Well,
0: I think the neatest thing about it. So when I met Craig through Paul, one of the owners of this place, yeah, and. him and I see a lot of things the same, which is rad. We see yeah. the music in- in- industry the same. He's passionate, like I'm like I have that same passion. and we went back and forth on some stuff and I go there and I go look at stuff and then he starts telling me that from last year just the, the two cover bands and the dancing he goes, they've never seen so many cowboy hats there. Oh, I and love it's, it. it's literally it's another whole demo to get people to go. Oh that's great. And so I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. and then we were able to bag a couple cool artists including yourself, and I think that um, I don't go to festivals like that. It's just not my cup of tea. Sure. Um, I'll have a show here that Friday and Saturday night, but Sunday I'm going to go out because I'm i'm a jack harlow fan i've just always wanted I'm to see this it. kid live and yeah. you and i are going to watch that show yeah, together so absolutely. you're gonna have to stay a little bit no later. i'm staying because i want to see it too absolutely <laughs> i just think that will be fun but will be great um and having craig we're going to tease him tonight because it is his birthday oh yeah this is going to be way after the fact that this gets posted oh, but, yeah. but we're going to bury that dude tonight oh, i can't wait <laughs> so paul sent me a picture of him tonight of him in a snowboarding jacket on a mountain well i took off the whole backdrop of the mountain and i put him on a beach wearing the same snowboard no thing. are you putting <laughs> it on
1: the uh, the backdrop <laughs> it's
0: going to be no, it will be on the tvs i won't oh, do that's it sorry, years. That's right, that's yeah but It'll, everyone will see it in here. I just think it's funny because he's—he's he's a neat dude. He's very, very passionate about music and he loves what he does. And I just love the fact that he said after just doing the line dance stuff, there were so many cowboy hats in here, and he loves country. I love it. That's so, great, man. I
1: felt like yeah, I was—I was super psyched. When my buddy called me about it, and he was—he just like, I can't promise you anything yet. He was like, but. If I was you, I'd put these dates on hold. And I was like, "Dude, say less." <laughs> Done. <laughs> bet, say bet, less. Say less. I'm do bad. you
0: do you say that? Bet, say less. Stuff? I say I
1: do. Say less. I'm, just, uh, yeah. You left the bet out. I just left because you're too old for the bet. It's that's, too old. That's,
0: that's that's the kid thing. Yeah. What's left after this? So when does the album stuff come out?
1: Uh, that full album is gonna come out. I believe is December fifth is like the target date right now. Because and you're still- talking
0: twelve songs. Mm-hmm. And you're just gonna drop them on the Spotify. Or are you actually yeah. gonna do some print?
1: Uh, we're gonna do uh, some vinyl, actually. Yep. So,
0: I better get one of those.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I got you. Yeah, we're we're uh, crazy. Like we already put the order in. I think they said it's eighteen months (laughs) to make. So yeah, really. Yeah, everything is just. Don't they
0: press it in Nashville?
1: There's a place in Nashville that does it. um, I want to say they were like fourteen or something like that. But I was wanting to get some like, just I just didn't want like the regular black vinyls. I kind of want some stuff going on on the vinyls, some colors and you know different things. Like
0: marbling and all that. Nope. So I want it
1: to look cool. So if, even if people don't you know, have a vinyl record player, they can have something still cool. Still piece of it. art. Yeah, display it.
0: I just bought Whiskey Myers. Um, I'm a fan. Chris uh, absolutely loves them. So yeah. I bought two albums. I bought them for his birthday, uh, which was, I think, in March. And they just came last week. Dang. It took wow. a long time. Like, they, the, the, the pre-order thing was. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, this is crazy. And they're like, they have money. <laughs> exactly <laughs> So I don't understand how that works Okay, yeah. so the album comes out December Do you have plans, yeah. like after September Do you got more shows?
1: Yeah, so we're actually um, September, we have a couple things in November I, I'm, I know I'm kicking off I'll kind of slow down November, December time frame Because I know, like, kicking off January uh, I'll be out in Wyoming I'm doing a week in Wyoming back in Jackson Hole At the Million Dollar Cowboy Are
0: you doing that four forty-fives again?
1: Uh, yes <laughs> But I think instead of seven days I'm just doing five When is that again? The I think it's January. Okay, after the first. Yeah, it's like the sixteenth. Maybe starts on the sixteenth to the twenty. I can't remember. I it. think I
0: should save my money and actually come up there and snowboard. Why? Oh, dude, it's either.
1: the best. I'm always worried to go. I'm gonna like break my leg or something. Have to right. playing a cast the whole time. But it's 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 an awesome place.
0: I'm sure there's some doctors up there. All those billionaires, oh, yeah, right? Oh,
1: there's a bunch of them up there. But yeah, no, we've been uh, we've been talking to a uh, couple of, uh, There's a a booking agency that a buddy of mine used to be the drummer uh, for Jake Hoot that uh, won The Voice. Okay And um, he started working for a, uh, Like an independent booking agency And uh, they're talking about Putting me on the road For like 150 days next year You so mad at that? No No you like that? I like it The man. wife like that? She's happy that I'm working uh, I don't think that she's like she doesn't get super pumped when I'm away for a long time. Sure, but like you know, coming out here, I mean, she's here with me, and you know, and and not all shit. Like if I'm not in a van and we can afford to bus it and it makes sense, like she'll always come with me. You guys don't have any
0: kids? No, not yet. Uh-uh. Okay. So,
1: um, you know, she'll she'll come. She'll you said come nah and, nah. Uh-uh. She, she'll <laughs> she'll come uh, she'll come with the, if it's a bus. Right. She's like, I'm not riding in a van with your band and all a lot guys. of farts going a lot on of in farts there. Going on in there. <laughs> That's pretty much what she said. <laughs> she was like, but uh, if we're busting it, she's like, I'll bust it, and I can just stay in the back the whole time. And I was like, fair enough, fair enough. Right.
0: So, That's rad that she wants to go, though. Does, yeah, she, does she work? Yeah,
1: she's she's in real estate. Um, oh, okay, so, so she, she has the of, freedom. Yeah, cool. she has the freedom to do it. She kind of sets her own, and she can work remote, too. I mean, Absolutely. She uses a computer and a phone, and she's good to go.
0: Right. Got a yeah. team under her to actually show homes and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's badass, Yeah, she's man. doing it. It's probably probably been a good market for her lately.
1: Yeah, you ain't kidding, man. Nashville's a crazy place right now. But, uh, yeah, she's busier than I am. <laughs> There's no doubt.
0: I think 150 dates would be good. Yeah, I, I mean, would love it,
1: man. I mean, I did it right before COVID. We played 100 and... It's like 123. Full band? Full. Well, not all of them are full band. Most of them were full band. There was a few one-offs that were, like, on our way back. We jumped in, did some acoustic type stuff, but majority I'd say ninety percent was full band. Yeah.
0: If you could hop on a tour with an artist right now, who would it be? Man, you know I don't, that's why I asked I uh I know that's
1: <laughs> there's so many good ones, man. Like I love I love Hardy's music. I love just more the energy. Like I love what he brings to the table. I think that would be and he's just a crazy guy. Dude
0: that single up. sold out unreal oh God. dude the lyrics are great that just the way he presented it as so good. as country he played here during ACMs uh Morgan Wallen came out and shared yeah. the stage with him it was what quite a night here man
1: Morgan's great too man mm-hmm. I mean I, I love I'm kind of partial to Hardy just because uh, my producer is married to his sister yeah and um, I've known Michael since like I've just I've known him known about him for a long time and then uh, it was kind of funny too because it's one of those deals like my producer uh that was right around the time I thought I was really starting to hit a stride because I was, you know, on the road with Trace, and he was like, "Man, you should really." He's like, "I need to hook you up with my my brother-in-law. He's like, he's a really good songwriter. You need to write with him." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, yeah." You know, and then like, you know, I kind of let that slip off the side. And two years later, it's Here like he is. best writer, and yeah. you know, and I'm just like, "Hey, you want to write, man?" You know, <laughs> no,
0: Well <laughs> late. I
1: didn't, I didn't pull that card, but. I do love his show man if you uh, f- uh, he's it's just so much energy and I love the rock influence too because I'm kind of a metalhead at heart so. dude
0: that 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 sold out one just oh, man, just, it a just it's Oof. just a whole nother level yeah. it's a whole and just the lyrics I think I just love I love that build up to the to the actual chorus of yeah, that tune same. it's so rad it's like I pretty much can buy whatever I want but I'm still on that F150 yeah, I love dude it. I yeah. love it
1: man and he's a cool dude he's a, he, like I said I he, I think he's just a really nice guy um we've hung out a few times I know his mom and dad I mean He's just cool dude, and, yep. and I, that's what I like. I mean, other than the music, he's just an easy hang. So I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, and it, But, I mean, there's a bunch of others out there, too. I mean, I think uh, f- just for the experience, I think it would be fun to, to open shows for Kid Rock. That would be wild. But, um, I mean, I've, I don't know. I'm kind of a Kid Rock fan, too. So He's badass, man. Yeah. You know
0: what's funny is, so Tim Montana played down here, and then the week after he played down here, he was down in Laughlin, which is... An hour away from here, and yeah. he's like, dude, you have to come out to the show. And I'm like, bro, it's like one of my really good friends' birthdays the next morning. You have a tea time at 8 a.m. <laughs> there's no way I'm driving to Laughlin, hanging out with you, thinking that I'm going to make it home. It's, there's yeah, no way. It's not I should have went. I don't know. Sometimes I'm glad I didn't go because I probably I I have no idea. I I'd probably have permanent damage somewhere because <laughs> anytime I hang out with Tim, it's just something goes wrong oh, every great. time. He's just a crazy dude. But the next time they roll through and do something like that, I think I'll I'll. He I'll got you got to
1: Tim seems like Timmy seems like a cool guy, man. I've uh I've kind of chatted with him a little bit on Instagram, back and forth. Yeah. And uh and I dig his style too, man. He's got a really cool, really cool sound sound about him. I you don't know. Like
0: it there's 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 certain things i like about certain artists and one thing i like that, that i can relate to you with him is like you you put out the music the stuff we listen to today dude i fucking loved yeah i know that i know that you're writing it and you want to keep it right that stuff gets mm-hmm. out sometimes that's part of the process right yeah yeah get For that sure. mailbox money and absolutely keep going but the other side of it is like i li- reason redneck is fun it to is me. a fun song yeah it's, no
1: i agree man and uh that's kind of what sold me on that even on that song like i uh, my buddy mark addison chandler wrote that um with, uh, I want to say it was Taylor Goyette and uh, Barrett Baber, maybe. Um, I've heard that name. Barrett had a couple of Cody John. He had a Cody Johnson, uh, the Ain't Nothing When Nothing, or what's the name? Of- it was a single of his. You Ain't Got Nothing On When Yes, I know on what song you're talking something about. like yep. that. yeah. But anyway, yeah, he wrote that song. That's right. But um, yeah, first time I heard it, I was like, yeah, dude, I'm going to start playing that in my shows. He's like, whoa. He's like, I don't know, man. I was like, that's, that's cool. I'm going to start playing it in my shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, isn't he I was like, You screwed up, you already gave me the demo. So I was like, I'm gonna
0: my band's gonna learn it. We're done. Yeah. We're done. Yeah. Well that's what I like I like about certain artists is that they they just the middle finger too and they just do what they want yeah, to do. Tim is one of those dudes. Oh, yeah. 100%. You're one of those dudes. I mean, I know that you say that sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do, but at the end of the day is the the truth comes out. Stay to your yeah. roots, do what you love doing, do what makes you feel Absolutely. good. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: I mean that's how I feel too, man, because I I've done interviews before and people always ask me, like, you know, They've heard some of my older stuff. And they're like, oh, traditional country. I was like, I, I don't like to ever be pigeonholed, man. It's like, I love traditional country and I love playing it. But sometimes, you know, I want to get out there and maybe throw some corn in my shit. Hell yeah. I yes. don't know. You know, like, I just, I feel like people get too wrapped up in their own mind sometime of what they think they need to be instead of uh, just being like, you know what, screw it. This is the, I like this music and I like this music and I'm going to play whatever, that, you know.
0: Well, in today's country genre, There's 400,000 of miniature genres in there. That's what I say. I look at the the guys like after Midtown. They came in here, and I would call them more punk country than anything. And those are the guys I told you that did the cover of of, uh, Papa Roach's Scars. And I was like, holy cow, that was badass. Yeah, that's cool. Because that's what the fun of it all is. Bring your influences in. To what you Absolutely. do, and I mean, because if you just stayed cookie cutter the whole time, what you—that's just what you're going to be. Yeah, then you're
1: just, exactly. I, yeah. I think I think getting out of the box is the key, and just you know, and not being afraid to don't yeah, don't put yourself in a box. You yeah, know? Like, never,
0: never. Yeah. You know, what? I'll go back to say that I was I was never a fan of Sam Hunt until I listened to Behind the Pines, I think it's called. Yeah. That a- acoustic thing he did. Yeah. Oh my god! And then so, I was just yeah. I went back and I just relooked at everything and went, yep. dude, I love this dude. Yep. He's pretty badass, man. Yeah, he's great too. I didn't think. I didn't think too highly of them before that. No, I,
1: I feel you. I was same right, like, you know, the I, I didn't, I mean, of course, my wife loved it, but I guess that's probably who he was targeting anyway. It's yes. not me, but her. But, so, but it's kind of the same thing, you know. It's like then you hear, I'll tell you, a perfect example of that for me is Kane Brown. Yep. Never was into Kane, and then I heard, uh, my wife was playing, uh, I think the song is called Short Skirt Weather. Okay. And uh, I didn't even know it was him, but I just, I love the melody of it. I love the cadence of it. And I walked in, I was like, Cause she don't even li- she's she's a punk girl she listens to blink 182 and I was like okay I was like I'm digging this I was like who's this she's like it's Kane Brown I was like damn it all right <laughs> okay it's Kane so I'm gonna do some I'm gonna do some digging so man I started listening to him and I was like you know I was like he's got some songs too and I and uh that new one he just put out I love that song love you uh you Love You Like Country Music? Yep. I, I probably butchered that. Yeah, but I, know,
0: I know what you're We played on got, Country AF Radio. I know what you're talking about.
1: Like he, he has like a thing, Ronnie Dunn features on it or something maybe. I can't remember, but uh, anyway, I, I heard that song for the first time on a, just a random Spotify playlist, and I was like, who's this? And I looked down, It's Kane again. I was mm. like, okay, Kane, you're growing yep. on me. That's I got point. you.
0: He's His first West Coast show he ever did was here. No shit? Yeah. Oh, That's cool, man. New I Year's Eve. Know. Wow, New Year's Eve? That's yeah. a big one, too. Nobody knew who the hell he was. He was huge online. I mean, he did yeah, okay here, yeah. But I mean, he had this this social following on Facebook that was just unreal. He'd post yeah. something, people go nuts. But it was the voice thing too. I think that it was it was so deep and yeah. See, that's what threw me off. And I
1: guess it too is like you know because I just didn't know his music well enough to right. like pick his voice out. And he was hitting these low notes, and I was like, "Who is this guy? Like, how have I not heard that?" And my my wife looked at me like that's crazy. She's like, "It's Kane Brown." I was like. Damn it. Damn, okay. I take it back. I'm going to have to start listening to
0: it. (laughs) Favorite album of all time? Man, that is tough. Something that you go to. like Just something. Give me a a couple of them. You You know,
1: more times than not. Oh, okay. There's a couple of them. Um, One of my favorites is, uh, and it's not country, it's uh, their Nirvana Unplugged Live in New York album. Something about it
0: wasn't that on YouTube too, right? They did the whole MTV thing on it, and yeah. they yes, I remember that. I have
1: the CD, I'm an OG. I got the CD, and it's I don't even have a CD player in my truck anymore, but I still got it. And I listened to it in my grandpa's. Track. He was
0: sitting on a bar stool, yep, yeah. bar
1: stool the whole time, smoking heaters and just yep. doing his thing. I remember that, love that. I just uh, it just got a vibe about it. That's a cool one. Um, let me see, album wise, you know, there's a couple other rock albums that I really like. Um, Tool's Anima album was one of my favorite rock albums because I I think of it in this aspect of uh, it's one that I can same thing with like the Nirvana Unplugged in New York I can put it in and I don't ever have to skip a song right every one of them I'm just like oh this is so good
0: I Um, forgot about that one I forgot
1: about that one it's a good one that's pretty much what I do I'll throw you a curveball too on this one Um,
0: Celine Dion
1: no Jay-Z Reasonable Doubt
0: okay what's what's the single off of that one I have to go back and
1: there's uh reasonable, well, reasonable doubt was one of them but um
0: i haven't it's listened like to.
1: it's the whole the whole uh, album from start to finish is basically a story okay if you listen to it in order it's so good it's one of my favorites i love it jay's great though i mean he, he i've seen jay-z like seven times or eight times too
0: I've never seen him I've
1: seen him twice here in vegas really first time yeah my cousin took me
0: that's one thing I've that's one guy I've never seen. He's probably great. wanted to. Probably puts on one hell of a show. He does. Full I got, band,
1: too. No DJ.
0: I got friends that just went and saw Katy Perry and said it was unreal. And they're not even really, Katy Perry yeah. fans. They Why said the I, show is unreal.
1: You know what? And I saw uh Beyoncé with my wife.
0: Oh wow. And, uh, that was on her, right? Lemonade, that tour or something. <laughs>
1: it's a badass. Yeah. I was blown away.
0: I took my mom to see Justin Timberlake here. And it was uh it was neat, but I hated it because he would play verse, verse, chorus, and then go to the next song. So you never got one full really? song. Yeah, just, he, he's he got so many bangers. Yes, so he's got so many. You're right. You just, right when you get into it, he switched it to another one. But the whole show and everything was pretty freaking that's cool. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. No. I was trying to think of my favorite country album. Uh, it's, it's so tough, man, because there's so many... Man, there's, there's so many there's, good songs.
0: Yeah, it's crazy to think that you'd have to go back years to get albums out of stuff because yeah. everyone's just putting out singles and EPs. It's hard to find a full album anymore of it stuff. It is. Unless you're Morgan Wallen and you just it put just out a double one. And, and you're just, like, <laughs> just flip everybody there you off. Go. <laughs> Check out what I can do. Yeah, smoke on that one for a little bit. That's a pretty good one though. I don't yeah. think there's a bad song on that. Mm. I've listened to that. We play a lot of that shit on, on Country great. AF radio because there's so much good stuff on there.
1: Yeah, like I said, my wife, she's a big she she likes metal and punk and uh Morgan was kind of like the artist that, you know, changed her into liking like right what I, do.
0: I have a video on my phone of him singing the way I talk in the green room downstairs. No way. I do
1: that's so cool. Yeah, Hell I should yeah. probably put that out one day.
0: All right. One last question yeah. for you. What's your best dad joke?
1: Best dad joke. Shoot, I don't even know if I have one. Let me think for a second. Best dad joke. Or
0: just your best joke. What's your go to when you when you come up with a joke? This is a new segment on Toad this Tunes called good. What's Your Best Joke? Hold, you know what I'm going to intro uh in, into this is that um uh, jeopardy music. Dude. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. I don't even I don't think I know any. I always You got
0: go, no jokes? No, I just always go off the top when I see something
1: funny. I just kind of try to make fun of it, but I don't I don't even think I have any to get jokes. No, I don't I like have it.
0: one. Dude, that's a good one. I like it. That's I don't a, have a joke. I don't have a joke. I like it, dude. Thanks. I always
1: say I always say that's not a joke. But anytime someone wants to go golfing, I'm always saying, I'm down. Let's play nine and drink eighteen. But that's not really a joke. <laughs>
0: that is a joke. Sunday morning, I'm playing golf for I think the third time this year. I don't play as much as I want to, but I'm, I'm getting out. I, I am can, too.
1: I can hit it. I can hit it a mile, but I, you. you Better not be to the right or left of me because I I call that army golf. Yeah, I don't know where it's going. Yeah, left, right, left, right. That's what I do. My buddy Sparky,
0: he thinks he's got me figured out because when I go play with him, he gives me a twisted tea and I don't drink, but I drink that twisted tea and it mellows me out. Yeah. And I'm fine. And then I can like totally play. Yeah. It's 100% (laughs) in my head. Tell people how to find you online.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, All social media handles are the same just Adam Warner Music. Um, And then my website is also Adam Warner Music or Adam Warner is country.com. But we're, uh, we're phasing that one out. I didn't make that one up. Why not? I didn't like it. We needed to make a website, and the guy that was working for us one time at the time, he was a uh, kind of like our PR and booking guy, and he was like, "Oh, I got a great idea. This is what we'll do." Adam Warner is country, and I was like, "Worst idea I've ever heard." But since I got we're, it. Since I got we're in a crunch. Let's do
0: it. I got your domain name for you. Let's do it. Nashville recording artist. That's Adam it. Warner.
1: <laughs> Nashville recording. Oh, you beat me to it. Ah, uh, yes. Nashville recording artist. AdamWarner.com. <laughs>
0: doo doo. Do. Thanks again for the time. Absolutely, bro. Those four square miles.